Hello, everybody, and welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. As always, almost always, not always, Tracy Holtzclaw's here. Usually Tracy, always. Usually. There's not a such thing as usually always. Yeah, but, you know, my wife will say usually always, and I'm like, which is it? She says usually always? Not a lot, but on occasion. You know, I'm sometimes a grammar Nazi, even though I don't know how I became one because I wasn't any good at grammar in high school. Usually always yeah is that an oxymoron or am i just a moron well always is just always yeah always never means it happens never every time usually means it might happen some of the time but not other times i guess most always more times than not it happens if it's usually so most always tracy holtzclaw's here and we buy and sell real estate right here in the upstate if you want to sell something quick give me a call at 864-444-7650 we've been buying we've been selling we've been doing deals and we're excited to talk to you this morning about how we actually buy and sell real estate. We're actually um, borrowing money from people. What's wrong? Something wrong with my hair? We're very, very excited. Very, very proud. Is that at, what it is? Are you looking at my hair? Well, I mean, you know, yeah. What hair? I'll be here all week. Anyway, um, <laughs> we have a need. We have a need. I have a need. We have a need. We have a need for a hundred grand on houses we're building. You can make eight percent. We have a need for one hundred sixty grand on a house in North Main that we just put under contract that Tracy doesn't even know about. So, this is awesome when we do stuff I don't know about. Yeah, you didn't know about it. I know about it, but you don't know about it. As a matter of fact, I'm getting really comfortable and good at not knowing about a lot. When you don't know about it, and then next thing you know, you've made a profit. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not knowing, I mean, you want to know when you're making a profit, but if you don't even know you're about to make a profit and then you make a profit, that's okay. Well, if you look at the business model, the business is profitable. I don't always need to know about the one thing that contributed to the business being profitable. Like when, like when, you know, me and my McDonald's analogies, McDonald's doesn't need to know that they sold a cheeseburger today. And it, and it got returned because it was order, made incorrectly. They just need to know that out of the kajillions of hamburgers, cheeseburgers they sell, they made money. Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, we're looking for people that want to sell property. And it doesn't necessarily have to be someone that knows they want to sell property. We just had a meeting yesterday where we are talking to a property management company. And they have owners that don't have their property on the market, but they know that their owner is not making a profit because they manage their property. So I asked them, I said, uh, do you know anybody that might want to sell their properties that maybe aren't making any money with their property right now? And they thought for a minute and they said, you know what I do? We have, we have a group of guys that are that own this property and they're losing money. They're having to add money to the bank account every year to continue owning the property. So that's called a negative cash flow. Isn't that a foreign concept to most people? What do you mean? That you own something that you have to add money to to continue owning it. It's supposed to be the other way around. It where well, money is supposed to be added to you. Well, there's every property has cash flow. Some but of some, it's negative. Some of it's negative and some of it's positive. Yeah, that's algebra. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm gonna try to go talk to these these guys and see if we can buy their property, even though it's negative cash flow. And if we can help them unown their property, won't they make more money than they're making now? Because it's kind of like a ship. You know, if the ship's going one way and the captain only knows how to go that one way, but he's going the wrong way and somebody turns the rudder and makes it go a different way, 
that's the better or the right way, that's kind of what you can do with that property. It's going the wrong way right now, isn't it? Well, and the other thing is, you, you ever look at your phone? Do I? You, no, hardly you ever, ever. Do you ever look at your phone and you and you and your it's so close to your face you can't see anything? No, the older I get, I found a comfortable length that it, in my arm, the bend and the angle that that's kind of where I keep well, it. Well, like sometimes I'll lay down on the couch and then I'll grab my phone and I'll put it next to me on the couch. And it's so close to my face, I can't see a thing. Yeah. And you'd think that that's backwards. You'd think the closer to your eyes, you could see clearly what you're trying to see. So what I, what I do is reach my arm out a little bit and get it out a couple of feet away from my face and then the blurriness goes away or i can close my left eye i can see better with my right eye so, sometimes you'll see me looking at my phone i'll be i'll be one-eyed i thought you were winking at me no i wasn't winking at you i was looking at just my right eye so i can see it's kind of like that so if you're if you've got a property and you're so close to it and you're working it every day and you're just treading water trying to stay afloat you're you're bailing the ship or whatever you can't see the problem you can't see it you don't under, you can't see that there is a solution to the problem too close to home whereas for me as soon as he mentioned that property and told us that they what they owed and what they really needed to do in my mind i thought of something i thought of something that is another property that we own that we're about to sell that will generate enough money that would go into the property that we could buy from these other people that would solve that problem it's and i said two people's problems I said to myself, self, because that's what I call myself when I talk to myself. I said, self, if that seller will let me help them out of their problem, I can take the money that we're going to get from this other property that we're about to help somebody else out of their problem and solve their problem. And then we can own another property. And I'm just going to have to go talk to them, make sure that that's really what they need. Because if it's not what they need, then there's no reason for them to sell us the property. If it is what they need, then we want to help them get to what they need. Yeah, because what they're doing actually might be what they want. Yeah, I mean, you don't know it, but I mean, these guys may be so wealthy that if they're throwing money at this property every year and it's covering most of the interest and in, in print, they have enough principal in it, or I'm sorry, if they have enough interest and depreciation, and now they're losing, they have another expense, that might make them where they're not paying any income taxes at all or something. Right. Or, they're, they're, or they might have a benefit of that property's going to get scraped and it's going to turn into the most awesomest development project in the whole wide world two years from now. Yeah, and who cares a, if they're losing money for the next two years? Right, we don't may know. Have, may have an upside, future upside that's in close sight. Sure. So – if you're out there listening and you know of somebody or you are somebody that owns a piece of real estate and they're not making money or they are making money, but they, you think they could make more money. You ever, you ever watch UFC? No. You never watch UFC where they fight, you know? Well, I mean, I've seen them, but I don't watch them. Well, they, they, there's a difference. They play, they, they start fighting and they start wrestling and they get stuck sometimes. Just like I've seen a NASCAR go around the track, but I don't watch them. I've seen basketball, but I don't watch it. Well, in UFC, if they get kind of stuck, then the referee says, improve your position, improve your position. And if they can't improve their position, he stops the fight, stands them up, and starts it again. Because it becomes boring to the spectators if they're just locked in. Right. Okay. 
So every time we buy property from somebody, our goal is to improve their position. We want to improve their position. If they're losing money, we want to get them to something that's making money. If they can't afford to get the house fixed up to get it sold, we'll just buy it not fixed up. If they need money to do something else with it and this property's not giving the benefit they're looking for, we want to buy that property and help them improve their position. So if you're out there listening right now and you know somebody that needs to improve the real estate position, give me a call at 864-444-7650. That's 864-444-7650. Maybe they've got cash and their cash is stagnant and they need to improve their cash flow with their cash. Because sometimes people have property. Some people have property and cash. Some people have just cash. How do you improve your position with your cash? How do you take that money that's in a CD, for example, making 1% and help it make more than 1%? How can we improve someone's cash flow position with cash? Ooh, I know. We'll have to talk about that after the break because we're coming up on the first break of the program. Um, now would be a great time to go to jasondillard.com and see what's going on. We have a need for money, like I mentioned at the beginning of the program, $100,000 making 8%, 160000 at 8% on a house that we've got under contract in North Maine. Um, my phone number is 864-444-7650. I'm Jason Dillard. Give me a call. When we come back, we're going to talk about how you can improve your position with cash. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to get in touch with me, my phone number is 864-444-7650. I'm a real estate broker here in the upstate, but I don't put people in the back of my pickup truck and drive them around and show them houses. I am the principal in the transactions I'm involved in, and I'm looking for more property. If you know somebody that needs to sell a property, give them my number. Um, send them to the website. We are looking to buy more all the time, any type of property, land, buildings, apartments, multifamily, anything. Multifamily is apartments, isn't it? Typically, yes. Yeah, multifamily is apartments. That, that's synonymous. Well, multifamily could be duplexes, a bunch of them together. I guess that's right. Anyway. Could be a well, bunch of campers. Yeah, because you got could be. Multiple families is short for multifamily. Right. Speaking of multifamilies. <laughs> What's going on with your two houses? I mean, I need the update. Oh, you need I mean, an you, update. You know, okay. I know that, that for the people that hadn't been listening, Tracy had a house that he lived in and it didn't have a oven and he had a private lender. Two and a half years, by the way. That lent him the money to buy the house and they received a payment every month. But that person was not a person. It was an IRA. Correct. And Still is. The person still is not the person that's an IRA. The lender is still an IRA. Correct. So, so that house is now not your primary residence anymore because you bought another house. That's at correct. the lake, and we're looking for the jet ski. So if you have a jet ski and you want to sell it, 864-444-7650. Tracy's looking. Jason will be happy to buy it for Tracy's you. looking for the jet ski. Okay, <laughs> and now we've got a, he's got to fix up the old house that didn't have an oven, and he's moved into the new house that does have a double oven. It's only got one problem. What's that? It buzzes. What do you mean? That's the buzzing it does. When it's on? Yep. It doesn't do it when it's off. Actually, it does do it when it's off until it cools down. But it heats up. Oh, yeah. It heats up great. We've cooked in it. You just got to listen to the buzzing while it's cook, while it's preheating, while it's cooking, and while it's unheating. 
or cooling down, whatever you want to call while it. While it's unheating? Yeah, it's unheating. But I did learn both, a little. Both ovens, the top and the bottom? They both do the exact same thing, yeah. I did learn a little trick, though. What's it, that? It unheats quicker if I just leave the door open. So when you get your food completely cooked and you take it out and you just leave the door open, you know, it's letting all that heat out into the kitchen. Well, that's what you do in the winter. Well, we're still kind of in transition here. I mean, it's, you know, it is in the in 70s. In the summer, this week, you just but, leave it shut. I oh, mean, I'm gonna hold, have to, I'll have it fixed for the summer or my wife's going to hold me under the water till the bubble stop. You know what um, <laughs> Jason and Kristen would do? You probably would have found a way to just cut the wire to the buzzer, whatever that buzzer noise I, is. We you, would just do nothing. You do nothing. Just listen to the buzzing. Our, our refrigerator makes a weird noise. Does it? It sounds like there's like a bird caught up in there sometimes. Like You know what that is? Oh, what my is gosh, it? that's such an easy fix. What is it? It's the it's the fan motor. Well, no, I ain't, I ain't messing with it. I know you ain't. You're just gonna do nothing because doing nothing's a whole lot easier than doing something. I'm good at it. You're very good at doing nothing. When aren't I, you? I got home the other day, I asked my my son Cole. I said, "What are you doing?" He said, "Nothing." I said, "Do you need any help?" He's like, "Huh?" I said, "Do you need any help?" I'm good at it. I'm good at nothing. I said, "Are you doing a whole lot of nothing or just a little bit of nothing?" I said, "I'm I'm good at a whole lot of nothing. I'm good at a little bit of nothing." They both take about the same effort. I know. I, I'm I'm doing a whole lot of nothing a lot. But the oven buzzes, so the oven's going to have to get fixed. But the, I can really see myself actually getting that fixed, whereas I didn't see myself going two and a half whole years with no oven at all. You won't ever fix it. Oh, yeah. We're gonna, gonna I'm going to ask you every single week if that's fixed. Okay. That, that'll be the oven asking question. Okay, so, hold on. So you got the private, challenge. Is this a challenge? So you got the private lender that's <laughs> yeah. going to the house at the lake, and that's a person. They're receiving a payment every month. Correct. You got the private lender that's an IRA on the house you that's about to be on the market to sell. They're receiving a payment every month. Correct. And if, you got an, if you're an agent or you are a buyer and you're looking for a house in Easley, I will sure sell it to is you. Is it listed? Not yet. It's got a little bit of work that's about to, about to happen. So it's about to be listed. It's about to happen. The work, and, and then you're going to list it for what two two nineteen two oh nine. Yeah, in the in the two low, very low twos. Four bedroom, three and a half bath, right there, and easily. Yep, two nice, car garage, two car garage, garage, swimming pool. So if you're interested in that, give me a call eight six four 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 seventy six fifty. And when you sell that house, then your private lender's retirement account will be paid back. And he's going to be very disappointed because he's not going to be getting any more retirement account money. On his interest, but it won't take us but about a New York minute to borrow it right back. So we borrow money from people or people's 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 this IRAs, and it could be a self directed. It needs to be a self directed IRA for us to be able to borrow it from them. Explain that. Why does it need to be self directed? Well, because if I have an IRA account currently at um, one of the brokerage houses, for example, they're not really set up to help you facilitate a real estate type transaction, whether it be loaning uh, someone the money against a mortgage or buying the real estate, which is possible for the IRA. Um, they're just not set up for it. You know, it's like walking into a McDonald's. You know me, you love my McDonald's analogies, right? I just used one a little while ago, didn't I? You can't walk into for Mc- a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah, you can't walk into McDonald's and get a number two spicy pepper jack with, with you know, with fry- waffle fries and a sweet tea because that's a Chick-fil-A menu item. It just, just ain't going to happen. So, you know, Chuck Norris went to a Burger King and ordered a Big Mac and got it and got it. Well, Chuck's different. He can get what he wants everywhere he goes. I mean, you know, he can sl- slam a revolving door shut. Mm-hmm. So, y- your typical IRA custodian that's set up for stocks, bonds, mutual funds, things like that, they're just not equipped. So, and there's nothing wrong with that. They're good at what they do, they invest in stocks and all those other things. 
your typical self-directed IRA custodian is equipped to let you lend someone like us money with your IRA. They do have the staff and the knowledge to make sure that you're doing the paperwork correct, make sure that you're not doing something prohibited, um, and, and making sure that the attorney's got the title insurance like they want it written, making sure that your borrower's getting hazard insurance for the property if it's an existing home. So your no-oven house that's getting fixed up that you've been living in for a while, that you've been making payments every month, that check that's automatically, we talked about how it's automatically sent from your bank to the to the the administrator of the IRA's bank. Well, the IRA custodian, then they, they deposit it in their bank, yes. Okay, so the IRA, the, the custodian gets the money every month because it can't go to the person because the person's not the lender. Well, there's a caveat there. that The check could go to the person. The person can't do anything with it. So there's two ways that you and I, as an IRA account holder, can handle our money. We can receive the funds from our borrower. We just can't put it in our personal bank account. We can receive it just to know that we got it. And then we have to mail it to the IRA custodian. But we, we just cut, we just circumvent, cut that part out for our lenders. There's no reason for them to have to receive it to then just have to put it in an envelope and another stamp and forward it to the IRA custodian. And except for the fact they know that we, they received it. Right. But you know, since we are in the 21st century and a lot of people have access to the interweb, the online access. Is that that WWW thing? Yes, it is. It stands for World Wide Web, in case you're wondering where all those W's came from. So with the advent of online access, the account holder can see that the custodian received the funds from their borrower and that it got posted to their account, and they can choose to do whatever with it at that point. All that's dependent on age and what a lot of different things. So they can do whatever they want. They can just let it sit there and just grow and reinvest it with us, or they can, they can invest it in a stock if they want to, their interest payment. They can do whatever they want. It's theirs. Okay, so the, the, the no-oven house, does it have an oven? The no-oven house doesn't yet, but it's, oh, man. Come it's, on. it's coming. It's, it's just when, slow. When's the oven coming? Well, oh, it could be there this afternoon if I wanted it to be, but the... Are you going to get it from Home Depot? Possibly, yes. Well, don't forget about the dude. Came I know. By. Yeah, the dude. The dude, the Home Depot dude says he can give us a discount on, on appliances. Yeah, cool. So... The, the the location where the oven goes has to be adjusted. It's the whole reason it hadn't had an oven the whole time I've lived there because, you know, Mr. Procrastinator here about some things, not everything. Yeah. You know, it, my, <laughs> my wife wants to get new blinds in our master bedroom, and she wants the same matching blinds to go over our um, double um, closet because we took the doors off the closets. The, the folding doors back and forth, they're just yeah, the in the way. Yeah. The bifold doors. Yeah, that just keeps took, you from getting your clothes quicker. Yeah, I mean, I, and that, but, but now it's ugly. Now you can see your clothes in your closet. So you can put blinds on your closet? She's She's got some matching blinds, and she got she ordered them on Amazon, and they got delivered to the house. So you got to raise them up to get in your closet? Instead no, of, no, they're curtains. I'm sorry. I'm going to say blinds. Yeah, you said blinds. There's no, they're the, curtains. Oh, okay. They're curtains. They slide, they slide to the, they slide parallel to the, to the earth. Blinds are perpendicular yes. to the earth. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The parallel things that are blind, they're not blinds. They're, they're well, curtains. Blinds can actually go sideways too, you know. So those got delivered to my house a couple of weeks ago and she's like, well, I'm ready to do something. I'm ready to do something. I'm like, and you've done nothing because you're good at it. I'm good at it. I said, well, you know what we can do? I said, if we take those boxes that's down in the foyer and put them up in the bedroom, we'll have done something. 
and that'll get them closer to getting hung. <laughs> that's one step closer. So on on last Saturday, that's yeah. what I did. Now, awesome. Maybe maybe this weekend, maybe maybe we'll yeah. actually, you know, get the screw gun. I told her we could get the screw gun out and just put it in there, like on the chest of drawer next to where they're going to go, and just let it sit there. That way, if anybody walks in and they go, "What are these boxes doing in here?" I'm like, "Well, I'm about to hang that." Because I am about to. Uh, it might be in a minute, or it might be a decade from yeah, now. Yeah, I got that from my aunt and uncle. My aunt and uncle they leave their they leave their vacuum cleaner in the middle of the floor. Because I'm about and to vacuum. If it's clean, they just finished. They just hadn't put it away yet. <laughs> if it's dirty, great. they're about to clean. I love it. So their vacuum sits in the middle of their little their living room floor all the time. <laughs> That's hilarious. That just covers it for them. That makes them feel better. I mean, how you feel is important. If that makes you feel better, go to your happy place. Okay, so you got the house with not an oven still that's about to sell, but the house with an oven buzzes. And I saw on Facebook where you is that was that a pantry or was that a shoe shelves? What was that? No, we don't have a sous chef. Shoe well, shelf. Actually, Luke, we do have a sous chef. Luke is the sous no, chef. No, shoe shelf. Oh, shoe shelf. Okay, no, that picture on Facebook was not a sous chef or a shoe shelf. If you say sous chef is about a shoe you can say it real fast five times. You might get straight. No, it's a pantry. It's off of my kitchen. You come out of my garage into a little uh, a foyer that used to be the front porch, by the way. I had to move the front wall of the house and the entry door out about six or so feet because before you came out of the garage onto the porch to get back in the house. That's a mudroom then. Well, yeah, but it's a foyer because the pantry's in the mudroom. Hmm. The mudroom that's part of the dining room, it's kind of an offshoot of the dining room. So when you when you get home from Costco, you back up right there and you lift the gate up on the back of the minivan. Yep. And you, you can stock your pantry right there out of the exactly. back. Exactly. It's perfect. It's handy. Yep, so... Coming up on the next break, now will be a great time to go to my website, jasondiller.com. Check out the lending opportunities there. We've got a need for $100,000 on new construction. They're worth one hundred and sixty or seventy, paying 8%. We need $160,000 at 8% on a house, probably worth two fifty. dollars um, If you're interested in that, give me a call at 864-444-7650. We've learned about the oven houses. What about the lake? I want to know about the lake. We're going to talk about the lake when we come back. If you're behind on payments and need a little cash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need to sell fast. Call 444-7650. Call 444-7650. If you're tired of tenants, toilets, and trash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need a little cash. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to sell a house fast, give me a call at 864-444-7650. We also buy other things besides, other than houses. We're looking for a jet ski. If you, uh, uh, we can we can buy land. We can buy apartments. We can buy buildings. We can buy strip centers. We can buy... You got a mouse in your pocket? All kind of stuff. But we And we can also buy a jet ski. It can, it can be a sea When you say we, is that, are you referring to you and that mouse in your it pocket? It could be a sea It could be... What are the other brands of jet skis? Because we, we... Jet skis are Kawasaki. We as in me and you ain't planning on buying a jet ski. I don't know where this jet ski idea yours keeps coming up. So from. if you want to sell a jet ski, give me a call at 864 444 
seven six five zero tracy just bought a house at the lake i'll let you park your jet ski on my borrowed the money from a, a person not a person's retirement account making a payment every month they call about once a week wanting to know if he'll just quit paying they're begging him to quit paying <laughs> yeah they are don't pay no. when you when you do a loan and you hope the borrower doesn't pay so you can get ownership of a house that's worth way more than what you lent on it yeah that's a safe nice good warm toasty feeling down deep inside those are good loans um, and those are the kind of loans that we like to, to do, would like to borrow from people. So if you just tuned in and you're listening, we're always looking for more lenders. We're not a securities brokerage house. We do not have a securities license. We don't take money from one person and put it in the same pocket or pool with the other person's money. And we, we borrow money from one individual or one individual's retirement account and they get a first mortgage against one property. We also don't advise you who to lend your money to. We are advising you to only to lend it to us. <laughs> you can choose to lend it to whoever you want to once you learn how. But that's you know, we're we're hoping our goal here is for you to lend it to us on the property that we're buying that you like, that you feel comfortable and, about. We don't And we, we don't need the money to buy the jet ski. We'll just pay cash for the jet ski. Yeah, we use our own money for that. Now we'll borrow Jason's money. money to, I should say. No, you said we. I heard you say we. I just slipped, now. That was a slip up. That I was think. A, that I was think the business, the business needs a jet ski. We can. We can. You know. How do you just? We we'll have to talk to the CPA about that. Well, you entertain clients. Same yeah. way you buy anything else. I mean, and, and we entertain lenders. Yeah. Yeah. Just think, if you're a lender, if you, you want to lend want, us money and come ride on a Jason's jet ski, come on. No, it'll be Tracy's jet ski. <laughs> Tracy's jet ski. We can get the two seater. We can get the three seater. You know, they make some big ones, don't they? I don't want really want to hunt, hunt right on the back. No, I want to and drive hug, that thing. hug you up. Uh -huh. You know, ain't doing that. We're gonna get. I, mean, a I know, I know, I know. You wear the um, the life vest, so you're really not skin to skin or anything. <laughs> but I don't want to really. I want to. I want to ride on my own. We need to get two jet skis. It's settled. Two, two jet skis. So again, well, four, 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 seventy six fifty. Tell me about the lake. I want to know about the lake. It's got water in it. Not as much as usual. I mean, if everybody's anybody's paid attention it's a little bit down because we have had a lack of that wet stuff coming out of the sky this year and last year so but it's still definitely usable i mean it's still pretty it's still beautiful i mean it's a little brown around the edges you know but um my dock is on the water some of my neighbors aren't they're up on the shoreline and if i only had a boat it would matter so all the friends out there that are looking for a place to leave a boat. I've got the perfect place for you. Yeah, give Tracy a holla. Yeah. Give him a holla. Yeah. You don't have to put the boat in and out. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Just put it free, in there. Free boat, free boat storage. Have you got my room ready? Just leave your key in it or hide it under the we'll, – we'll put a lockbox out there where nobody else can get to it but, but me and the boat owner. Do, have, have you got my room ready? The, uh, the, the room downstairs? If you want to pitch a tent on that dock out there – Oh, and you know something else I learned? I, I really, and it's probably something I've known in my life. I just really, it just never sunk in. But, you know, since I'm now on a lake lot, do you realize that from the water, I'm not sure exactly how far because I need to measure it, but it's probably 60, 70, 80 feet of the grass that is from my property to the shoreline is not mine. It's just like a railroad track. It looks like mine. It's exactly got the same kind of grass and weeds as my yard, but it's not even my yard. It's just like the railroad track house we're buying. So if you want to come pitch a tent in my backyard, you can't pitch it in my backyard. But if you stay on the other side of the line on what belongs to the federal government, you can pitch a tent there all you want. 
And ain't nothing I can do about ain't it. That, ain't it just like a railroad track one? The railroad track house and Taylor's? Exactly. Well, they have a, yeah. It's is it there just, or is it an easement? Or, I think that's an easement. But you don't, they actually have a deed to the lake. Yeah, you do not own from the water up to a point. And they make it very clear. They have special paint marks on the trees. And they all mean something. What are, what are they? What are they? Well, I don't have it memorized, but there's there's sideways lines in a in a special color, like a reddish color, and there's some sideways lines, and there's two markings, and there's three markings, and there's three sideways marks with a short up up and down mark. I don't have them all memorized. I don't know what they all mean, but they all mean something. But if you look at my property, you see the two trees. You know that's where my property stops and the government's property starts. I can walk across it. They don't mind that to get down to my dock. So you own the dock. I own the dock. I just that's don't have out a, over the water. <laughs> yeah. That, by the way, I don't even have a permit for it now. Why so not? Something else I learned. What is, happened? Well, nothing happened. It's just normal. You, you don't own the right to use the dock just because you own the property, and you might even own the dock. You do own the dock. I mean, I, nobody else owns it. The man that sold me the house doesn't want it. It's not his. So it's my dock but I have to be permitted to use my dock on the government's water. So I'm applying for, and I don't expect any problems. They don't give me any indication there should be any problems because it's already there. They just wanted a record who the permittee is. But I saw you fish, fishing on it. Yes. And so you've been out on it I've, without a permit. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not sure if I was in violation that's, or not. We will talk a, about that. That's like driving without a license I or know something. It. Yeah, maybe. Did you have a fishing license to fish? Yes. You have a fishing license, but you don't have a permit to fish on your dock. Maybe I don't know that I have to have a per. I don't have to have a permit to fish on the dock. I have to have permit to use it for the boat that I don't have yet, and I have to have a permit for what they call power over water. So it has power that travels through a weather weather tight conduit, and that's called power over water. I have to have a permit for that. So when y'all were fishing, how many fish did y'all catch? It just depends on the day. I mean, we catch. Uh, catch a lot sometimes, just a little bitty brim, you, mostly. And you release it, or do you oh, clean yeah, them and eat it? No, we don't eat them. We've caught several catfish, some of them pretty decent size. Luke caught his first big. It was two pounds and 17 or 18 inches long. He was so excited, man. you think he could have walked on the moon. It was cool. And, I, you know, I've had several people tell me, why well, you should keep those catfish. Why would you eat them? Yeah, man, yeah, catfish is good. But you got to know how to skin them and prep them and all that. And I'm I'm not I'm not down with all that right now. Well, somebody that doesn't have an oven for two and a half years, you don't see them out cleaning fish yeah. just to cook it and eat it. I mean, right we've got to ease into it. This yeah, has got to be mean, gradual. You know, there's there's a there's a place called Outback, or what what's the fish place? Is the place called? Uh, there's the Hook in Anderson. Is that what it's called? Yeah, presented to you by Harbor Ant, Harbor. What is it? The Harbor? What's the Harbor people? Not Harbor Freight, but the other people. They have the fish houses and the. I'm drawing a blank here. Harbor Inn, is that the name of it? I don't know. You never been? I don't know. Seafood Silver Bay type. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Don't they have another one like in Clinton or or Haywood Road? It's called Harbor Inn, but it's owned know. by the same people. I don't know. Anyway, it's called the Hook. Maybe you Anderson. could sell the catfish to them. I probably could. I could just put it in my car and take it up there and say, "Here, I got y'all two pound catfish. How much you give for it? It's probably like fifty cent or something." <laughs> so, so what about the commute? Oh, the commute's great. It's better than easily. It is better than easily. Yes. Don't tell everybody because there that there'll be a lot more people moving to Anderson that work in Greenville. Well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, some people don't like the interstate, you know. And eighty five is notorious for becoming a parking lot at certain times of the day. 
but that's usually north of Pelham Road. So if, if morning or evening Pelham Road north on 85, you might be stopped for a while at any given time. But oh, from downtown, getting on 85 south, almost never. It flows nice and easy. So I just get out there, set my cruise, and, and you know, 30 minutes, boom, I'm in the office. Which is about how long it took from easily. Yeah, it took. Stop 30, and go, stop and go, stop and go. Yeah, bumpy road coming through downtown, a bunch of aggravation. I wasn't terribly aggravated, but you know, I don't know. It's just weird. One twenty three is is coming through easily is just kind of weird. And you don't know where all those people come from. Oh my goodness, they come from everywhere, and you they're can't right stir there them with a stick. You Plus, can't. you got the new mall right there on the the Greenville side of Easley that that slows everything down as you come through. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, we'll buy houses in Easley. Yeah, we will. We'll buy houses in Anderson. We'll buy houses in. Greenville, in Spartanburg, in Malden, in Simpsonville, in Traveler's Rest, just about anywhere. If you can hear me now, we'll buy a house there. So give me a call at 864-444-7650 if you've got a house for sale. Maybe you're interested in how we borrow money. Maybe you're not happy with what you're making inside of your retirement accounts. Maybe you're not happy with what you're making in your CDs. Maybe you believe that the stock market is near the top and it's time to take some money out of the stock market and put it in something that's a fixed return. How would you like to get a fixed 8% all the time? If the market goes down, you make 8%. If the market goes up, you make 8%. If the market goes sideways, you make 8%. Give us an opportunity to explain how we borrow money from individuals and individuals' retirement accounts by calling 864-444-7650. That's 864-444-7650. Again, we have a need right now for 100000 at 8% on houses that are worth 160 or 70 So it's a good, safe return on your money. Um, just give me a call at 864-444-7650. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to sell a house fast, give me a call at 864 864- Four 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 seven six five zero. Maybe you've got a something you've inherited that's a, a headache, and you're tired of dealing with it. Maybe you've got a negative cash flow on a property, and you don't want to um, figure out how to fix it. You just want to sell it. Maybe you've got some land that all it does right now is hold the earth together. If it wasn't for that land that you own, the earth would just crumble in upon itself, and it's doing nothing else. But you're paying taxes on it every year. Give me an opportunity to call. Give me an opportunity and call me at 864-444-7650. And I will see if I can buy your land or your your building, your um, vacant something, um, your houses. And we're looking to buy any type of real estate right here in the upstate of South Carolina and really any any type of commercial property in the nation. So give me an opportunity to talk to you if you own something and you want to sell it. Maybe you got something. And it's doing pretty good, but you could do better. You know, we were talking about before about the beginning of the show about improving your position. What if, what if you could improve your position? What if you kind of like what you got, but you realize maybe you've owned it a long time and it's making money, but for what you could sell it for today, you could buy something else that would make more money. And there's a lot of people out there like that. They think about what they paid for the house or they paid for their um, their building. They paid for their, 
their flex space. And since they only paid 500,000 for it and it's making a hundred thousand a year, they, their return on their money, they're still thinking they're making 20% on their money when really what they could sell it for is a million bucks right now. And a million dollars would buy something that would make even more than a hundred grand a year, depending on how it's structured. More, more is more better. Yeah. So don't get hung up on the fact that you and calculate the return on your investment on your original investment on your original investment, calculate the return that you're making on what you could sell it for today. And you've heard me say this before, Tracy, I wake up every day and I rebuy a repurchase everything I own. If I decide not to sell it, you know, we just repurchased all the houses we own. Right. You re you basically in your mind, you repurchase them for what you could have sold them for. Sure. I mean, like, for example, we have a, um, a house that's worth about 220 and I think if I tried real hard, I could sell it for 175 and um, it rents for 1575 a month. Well, this morning, by not trying to sell it, I rebought it. So maybe I should try to sell it. If you, know, if you want to buy a house worth 225 for 175 the rent's for 1500 a month, then call me at 864-444. 7650. I think I could take that 150 or that 175 and buy something else that would make more than 1575 a month. I think I could. So, or I almost know for sure I could. So, why wouldn't I sell that house? Why haven't I thought of that? If I hadn't been talking to myself when the way I talked to myself just now, talking to myself on the radio, I wouldn't have thought about even selling that house. I'm glad y'all worked this out. I know because a lot of times Tracy and I are talking and I ask him a question, then I'm asking him another question, then I ask him another question, then I answer the first question, then I answer the second question, then I answer the third question. And he didn't say anything and we're done talking. And a lot of times I'm trying to tell you something and you just start talking about something completely unrelated and different. (laughs) Why? You tell me and we'll both know. So yeah, we should why. probably sell the house. If you want a house in Taylor's <laughs> for 175, it rents for 1575. That's worth about 225. 864-444-7650. Give me an opportunity to uh explain to you how you can just buy it. Well, you just buy it by writing a check. How old is this house? It's new. It's it's yeah, it's brand it's new. It's like a it's about 2 or 3 months old. It's a newborn. Yeah, hadn't even, it ain't even had its first birthday yet. Mm, nope. Yeah, so it, there's less maintenance on new houses than old houses. Kind of like people. Ask us how well we not well not 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 people because brand new babies have a lot of maintenance. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's like the new houses are different. Brand new babies are cheaper to maintain than older people, though. Generally speaking, yeah. I mean, if you buy a new house and I it's mean, got 25 year shingles, pretty good chance you won't have to replace the roof for 25 years. Yeah, I mean, I could you know. I hadn't had a newborn in a while, but you know, you can buy a pack of diapers for about 20, 25 bucks. It'll last you days, if not a whole week. No, it depends on what you feed, feed that baby. But somebody can go to the doctor at one time and have a $25 copay. Speaking of that, you know, people say they slept like a baby. Most babies don't sleep all I that. sleep like a baby a lot, which means about every three <laughs> or four hours I wake up and have to pee yeah, and or, hungry or eat. Yeah. Yeah. And then I can't go back to sleep for a while. What's the, well, so what's the correct analogy of, good sleep then i slept through the night okay it's not sleeping like a baby no sleeping like a baby is the opposite of, of good sleep which yeah. is what most people say i mean though. when my kids were little they, they'd get their days and nights mixed up i mean it'd be dark as it could be outside and that that's that's when they're up yeah they're nocturnal they're like they're like uh 
whatever those things are that I'm trying to think of. Raccoons? <laughs> well, that's one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're nocturnal. It's like it's three in the morning. And that's when you want to hang out and crawl around and play and Google and be fun. And uh, No, I want to sleep because i got to get up and go to work. And three in the afternoon, you're just sleeping. Just, the, you know. Did your did your kids get their days and nights messed up? Um, probably early on, but you know, you just gotta, you just they just have to get accustomed to it, you know. They, and then most of them, once you give it a few months, they work it out, and then eventually they, you know, you'll hear a newborn's parent say, "Oh, last night they slept all night. It was glorious." I told you about the first time that um, my daughter slept through the night. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, my she slept through the night seven whole hours. So I, I woke up in the morning, ran in the room to make sure she was still breathing. <laughs> Thought she had taken I off. I mean, you know, night. you don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's that's real. So you can make sure she's breathing. Oh, then then I call my mom. I'm like, Mom, guess what? Something's wrong. Jordan she slept, slept through the night. It's <laughs> awesome. It we made it. We, you know, that first three months or whatever. That's the hard part. We made it. You know, so very next night, put put Jordan down, put her in the bed. Did the same routine. Put the rice milk in her. Put the you know the the cereal in her rice milk to make it where it you know made her sleep longer. We thought right. She woke up in the middle of the night, like three hours. Stayed up for an hour. Slept for another couple hours. Woke up for another couple hours. So I called Jane. I she, called re- my, she reverted. Yeah, I called Jane. I'm like, Mom, uh, what, what am I? What, what am I? Do, what are we doing wrong? What what, uh, what are we doing wrong? Jordan slept through the night last night. I mean, two nights ago, but last last night she didn't she didn't sleep through the night. What am I doing wrong? And my mom's like, "Well, I don't sleep through the night every night." I'm like, "Thanks, mom." Yeah, you a lot of help there. Way, <laughs> yeah, way to go, mom. Yeah, I don't, I don't. You know, mom said, "I don't sleep, I don't sleep through the night every night." What do you, what did you think? What did you think, son? I mean, what did you you think? Just gonna flip a switch and the baby's gonna sleep all through the night? It's like tenants. You think did you just flip a switch because they signed the lease they're gonna pay? No, doesn't yeah. happen that way. Yeah. Why can't you just make the tenant pay? They sign the lease; they have to pay. They don't have to do nothing. They don't have to. They don't have to do anything. Right. Per the lease agreement, they're supposed to do something. Yeah, but they don't have to. That's that's a piece of paper. A piece of paper don't make people do stuff. Integrity and ability makes people do stuff. Do what they put yeah. on the piece of paper that they were supposed to do. Yeah. Now, if you got a good tenant with good integrity and they've got a job and they have the ability, if it wasn't for tenants, we wouldn't be in business. We love tenants. Yeah, we're not talking. We're not, you know, sometimes we make fun of tenants. There's we're, a lot of great tenants. Yeah, we we like our tenants. Don't let just like anything else. Don't let one bad apple spoil the cart. That's true. It's true. So you know, speaking anyway. of babies, you know, when my brother, you know, my brother uh, was was a baby, which he's eight years older than me. Mama had a problem with him crying, and she just wanted to hold him because you know he wouldn't cry as much when she held him. And the doctor's just like, just put him in the floor in the door in the room and just shut the door. I mean, he'll quit eventually. I mean, you you check what's wrong with them. You know, diaper clean. They've been fed. They're not sick. You know, they're just some babies. Just how we get talking about babies anyway? They just yeah, lock just lock the door. He'll quit eventually. New houses. I mean, it might be five minutes. It might be five hours. But you know, they'll they'll run out of crying eventually. Then, and did your mom do that? I probably not. She probably couldn't stand it. I yeah. couldn't either. You couldn't do it. We, oh heck no! You could not. We did that. Speaking of that, Caroline, I used to come home. This is when I worked third shift, and I'd come home, and, and Chrissy would hear the car pull up and hear the door shut, and she would be at the front door with it open, with Caroline held out in her arms. I know the listeners can't see me, but you know, like this, here, 
your turn because she had dealt with her and you she know, wouldn't put her in the room and put her in the letter cry you couldn't because let me tell you caroline you could get her to sleep holding her rocking her doing whatever and as soon as you'd go to even think about putting her down you didn't just do it you just thought about it <laughs> I'm going to go crazy. Well, that's but, not the, what the book says to do. I, yeah, whatever. The only yeah. place I could get her to get asleep and stay asleep if I sat down is on the front porch. We had a swing, you know, that hangs. And I could go out there. You know, so this is after I worked third shift now. I'd go out there with a baby asleep that would only stay asleep if I was on the swing. And I'd sit down. You know what happens when you sit down when you work third? You fall asleep. You're asleep, yeah. And so, anyway, that lasted a few you, months. You didn't then put she got in the over car it. and drive them around? Mm-mm. No, yeah, I've, we've done I wasn't that. fit. I wasn't fit to drive and around after I'd worked all night. You know what else that we would Jordan, especially thinking about Jordan, we would put her in the car seat, but then put her on the dryer and turn the dryer on. No, you know, no heat. Yeah, so fluff. it's just kind of rumbling a little oh, bit. And... She would sleep. Oh, that's awesome! I, I almost said she would sleep like a baby, <laughs> <laughs> but she would sleep for. It didn't matter how long she slept, as long as she slept for a little while. Yeah, that would, get me, her, that would get her going. Yeah, so. let me shut my eyes. So, if you want a new house that's not like a baby, <laughs> new house is different than a baby. A new house, you don't have to worry about the heat and air system going out for a long time. You got warranties on all the appliances. You've got a tenant's already paying fifteen seventy five a month. If you've got one hundred seventy five grand, your IRA could even buy the house, and you're happy making fifteen seventy five a month on a house that's worth two twenty five. Give me a call at eight six four 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 seven six five zero. Don't forget about the need that we have. We have a need for $100,000 on new houses. We're willing to pay 8%. So in a year, you would make one hundred eight grand. Um, we're also looking for $160,000 on a house in North Maine that's worth at least two fifty. dollars So if you want a safe return on your money secured by real estate, even out of your retirement accounts, give me an opportunity to talk to you. You can come to our office, sit down and talk, and we will explain what we do. We'll go look at houses with you. And it will be um, totally understood before you do anything. We don't want you to bring a checkbook with you. Um, as a matter of fact, we don't take money. We make sure that the money goes to an attorney every time we have a um, closing. And you get your mortgage reported. You get your fire insurance, your title insurance before the money gets dispersed by an attorney. So give me an opportunity. Go to my website, Jason. Dillard.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. Or give me a call at 864-444-7650. And just remember, the biggest reason for failure isn't like a knowledge or ability. It's in action. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time.